Well, he getting a little cocky? Well, it's, you know, Ivy League of the Midwest, and sometimes his leftist tendencies show up. It was when I was there. Good morning. Good morning. Elitist. He goes all elitist on you. Didn't get down here getting a fight. I will say that John did send me a written copy of last week's sermon that he had, which was a follow-up to the one I actually attended. Right. And uh, he did say... I did not take the time to edit, so I forgave what I said. Well, right, it was pretty, and it was still pretty ugly. A very well written. Um, I, I was glad to receive it, and again, thank you very much. By the way, for any of you who have not gotten to go to one of John's presentations, one of his sermons, mm-hmm. the one I went to, I'm going to embarrass you a little bit, but I already told Ken this, and I told a few people this. Um, John is truly now i know here we see a pretty seriously impassioned john a lot it's his secular impassion he's he's comical he is absolutely filled with joy he hopped skipped and jumped up the few steps to that lectern and he turned around with the biggest smile and greeted everybody there You're and continued on. <laughs> you know what? Shattering though? the image. <laughs> yeah. Again, you all know where I stand. That's not the yeah, fire brimstone I had pictured. I still, <laughs> I enjoyed the delivery method yeah. and the spirit that came across mm-hmm. of when he engaged. He even, his congregation could use a little kick in the pants. Yeah, they could. Um, but I could uh, run around with a needle. No. We could, we could, doesn't need a good but uh, he engaged and it was being part of it. I enjoyed it. Thank you very much, John. Yeah, I had really really it. So if you get a chance to go to the Crystal Lake Christian Church, you see a little different um, side of John. That's you'll see a little different side, side of John. And it, did you send out a topic? I did, as a matter of fact. I didn't. Um, so I don't know if this I is what's the timing on that. Ten thirty Sunday morning. Oh. Every this Sunday. is uh, every Sunday. Yeah, every Sunday, <laughs> except for the fifth Sundays. Then we do like a praise and worship. There's no sermon per se. They limit me to four. Ten minutes. Coffee there? Do you have coffee? Oh, no, I do not. Oh, I do okay. not consume coffee. He is innocent. Okay, okay. Yeah. all right. So then no. okay. So who's that sitting in front of you? I don't know. Oh, not yours. Okay, no, tank that, wasn't, that wasn't John. So, so they uh, can the only topic. take four from you a month. Huh? They can't take a. They fifth. can't take it. Yeah. On the fifth one, they on the fifth they cry uncle. <laughs> <laughs> they need a break. Yeah. Too much joy. Yeah, too much joy. Too much. Plus, plus he's not Catholic because there is that old idiom of Catholics. Where you find four of them to gather together, you'll find a fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, yeah, definitely not a Catholic service. <laughs> I'm not. But, uh, uh, if it was, I wouldn't, be go- I wouldn't go back a second time. Now, I will Let say you guys did a remarkable amount of singing. Mm. We did. We did. You did a remarkable amount of singing, which I thought was cool because you don't see that too much. But anyway, the topic what for are we talking about, civil tension that we have this week is universal income versus your liberty. <laughs> John. Oh, we're going to have yeah, fun with this here. one. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, this get is... Uh, further away. <laughs> yeah, I need a, I need a little uh, background on... Well, the, <laughs> okay. you're, you're on the email list. I, 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 I read the email, actually. And, 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 and there was an article what, link. What is there. universal income in context okay. we're using it? Universal income, which is what's been proposed by AOC, and a number of... No, 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 no. A number of... Um, Actually, and uh, all these people here. Uh, and by the way, before we get into, we'll, we'll introduce when Ken gets back from closing doors here. But uh, universal income is essentially a governmental body, whether it be um, municipal, county, state, or federal, 
simply giving you dollars for existing and living within their location. You get money simply for, for simply for waking up it? in the morning. Um, well, you can move to Newark, New Jersey, where Mayor Ross Barca, uh, Baraka, Ross Baraka, plans Sorry. a universal income study, and we'll get into more of this later. Ken sat back down, so this is episode number sixty-three of Civil Tension. Thank you guys very much, and uh, I am your host and the creator of Civil Tension, Peter Galt, and I am here with co-host. Ken Nicholson. And co-host. John Guansi. And co-host who's staring at his phone. Don Stevenson. And all the other co-hosts who are to my right. Put that Dan evil Manoli. thing away. Dan Gillen. I'm sorry, Lassie. Denise Netzel. Okay, and say your name one more time because Ken spoke right over you. There. Dan Minuli. There you go. Shame on you, Ken. Yeah. Are you going to type or speak over people? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> my, my wife is just learning that I have another... My second, you're not there? second knee surgery coming up in my household. My son has a torn ACL, and it sounds like my wife may have one, too. Oh, man. Wow. <sighs> well, for one special, maybe. Good insurance because um, so, you know, your initial income doesn't cover that. Um, well, well, actually, in some <laughs> cases, <laughs> it would. Now, addition, we'll move on from Newark, New Jersey, and Mayor Ross Baraka. Stockton, California, pro, uh, piloted a universal income program that started this February. And they They'll see how previously. that goes. Um, I, I've not heard a follow-up report or anything. We're only, what, this is March 22nd today? Well, so they're paying you to live there? Pay, pay, yeah. Ex- essentially, you're just being paid to wake up. There are some... There are a few criteria, to be fair. I'm almost certain not that long ago, I'm maybe five, six years ago, maybe longer, I, I remember them being the first larger, quote-unquote, cities in America to file for bankruptcy. So they're back on Stockton? their way there. Yeah, yeah. Stockton. Well, back on their way. Back on their way. Um, now, there is now they're giving money away. Additionally, Oakland, California uh, has a startup called, a startup corporation called Y Combinator. Y Combinator has been around for quite a while, uh, and they have they're they're basically a conglomerate that funds other startups, people, mm-hmm. business. But I think they've got what four hundred business members kind of like members of this Y Combinator. Mm-hmm. They're they're an incubator for business startups, mm-hmm. and they have decided to uh, test a universal income program to to see if it's sustainable uh, with an amount set aside of sixty million dollars uh, within Oakland, Carroll, California. <laughs> Um, they're gonna. It's not a lot of money. I think they're giving out, um, depending on your the qualification criteria, and it needs to be low income people. But qualification criteria, I think it's like five or six hundred bucks a month or something like that. It's not a lot of money. Now we also do have Chicago Alderman. Um, I did not write the alderman's name name down, darn it, but we could probably find it. Let's not give him any publicity. Yeah. A Chicago alderman proposed universal income for 1,000 Chicago families last summer. It was tabled. It was not poo-pooed. He has that many relatives? Apparently. Uh, you know, maybe. I don't know. But 1,000 Chicago families. Now, we also have 2020 presidential candidate which is a New York City businessman, Andrew Yang, who proposes a $12,000 universal income for every U.S. adult, and the, es- the estimated cost of that would be $2 trillion per year. 3.2. That's, that's every U.S. adult 
That's the qualification criteria. I'm imagining adult must be somewhere in maybe figured at age 18 or age 21. I don't know what he's thinking around that. But that's his proposal. So his proposal is a platform to run for 2020 president is free money, free money. How about you? you yeah, free money, free money. Free money. Um, you know, it's twelve thousand bucks. Who else is going to give you twelve thousand dollars a year if you vote for them for president? Yang is. So Yang, Yang will give you twelve thousand dollars a year uh, to the tune of two trillion. Now, to be fair, that is ninety trillion cheaper than the proposed Green New Deal. Yeah. So, the, the, if they go with Yang, they'll save a little bit of money. Well, look, I mean, how much are the so, uh, Alaskan folks getting if you're if you're live in Alaska? You get like. Forty thousand a year. Well, that it fluctuates based on yeah. the sales of the pipeline oil because yep. that's based on that. That's so it's oil. based on something that's it's actually, actually generating. Fun. It's actually funded. Yeah, right. it's 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 funding the oil. There is funding that income, um, and it depends on how many people you have in your family and etc. Yeah. etc. But now, when it's either municipal, county, or government, when the government body, any government body, pays you to exist, Dan, thank you so much for being born. We're thrilled that you're here. Here's some money. Here's here's some money. Twelve grand a year. Just just stay put. Um, how much of your individual liberty is lost when you when you accept that? What is your liberty or freedom worth? What's your price? They say everybody's got a number. Is it perceived loss? Because, you know, or because... Well, if they're going to give it to you simply for being an adult, Mm -hmm. I imagine there are going to be other ties to that. Now, is that going to be... You're thinking there's strings attached. That would be my... I don't imagine they're going to hand us this money that's coming from... I can't imagine it coming from anywhere other than tax dollars. It's got to be funded Mm -hmm. somehow. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's completely, entirely, and totally unsustainable. It's not a string. It's not a string. You can't sustain Social Security too well here. Well, unless they fire up the printers and print a, the presses and print a ton of money. That's not known as sustenance. It's, it's got, it's no value, but I mean, other than simply printing on the paper that they've got, I don't I don't know where this uh-huh. comes from. I mean, but still, it's a redistribution of wealth. It, it's a redistribution of wealth. But if they're giving it to you, well, so no, it's a so, reduction of wealth. So, so this is this is a similar concept to a tax break to a family. Everybody has an obligation to pay taxes. What do we pay taxes for? We pay taxes to sustain the government, which is responsible for our infrastructure, mm-hmm. responsible for protection. Right? They're responsible for our courts. Mm-hmm. So we have the government mm-hmm. set up to do these functions in order for our society to be able to continue to function without it going into anarchy. So, so when, when a family is given a tax break, so in other words, we're saying to them, we're going to give you money because you have a family, or for whatever reason it is. It's perceived as that they're paying less, but in actuality, they're being given an, an ability to to not have to meet the obligation that everybody else must meet because of a condition, because of a certain situation. Social engineering of the tax code. Which is which is an understandable and agreeable argument. I mean, there, there's there, for, for tax benefits, there are many reasons why they do it. The only, the only thing I would argue with what you just said, I agree with the philosophically, but I do not agree with the term, they will give you money. Because... <laughs> 
In a sense, that's what they're doing. Yeah, but it's it's but, not but their money. money you already earned. paid in. It so is, they're yeah. giving you back your money. It is not they're their money. That's one money. of the problems I have In a sense, they're policies. still giving money. It's different than what, what I have to pay. You're paying less money is is what you're but really doing. In actuality, it's the same thing. But I, I just, it's my, mm-hmm. my beef with it is is that, and it's not you, it's that Tomato that's time. how Democrats talk about it and leftists talk about it. It's like, well, we're going to give people money. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you, it's not your money. Giving's not right. Right. The word give just aggravates me when it comes to politicians because it ain't your damn money, part yeah. of my friend. Well, that's kind of why I was going with that. Yeah. It's the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That's what it, you meant. And, and so what that means, literally, is that someone else has to pay a higher burden. Right, right. And Chicago's witnessing this with, with their uh, with their mm-hmm. pensions. Yeah. The state of Illinois in itself. Yeah. Well, here's, here's what bothers me about this is they're going to hand you these dollars. And you say, well, but we're giving you this money, so you really need to do this. Or the, and they're going to create... It becomes an arbiter. It, it becomes an arbiter. Not only does it become an arbiter, it creates and further drives this whole foundation of societal dependency mm-hmm. on the government. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, one day, you wake up, and no more you know what? Your own... Uh, if we knock on your door, you open it. Mm-hmm. If we kick that door in, you welcome us and That's feed right. us because you don't own that door. We do. That's what bothers me about this kind of stuff. A lot of people it's, would call you some sort of an extremist who is inventing things out of thin air. How can you possibly think that that will really happen? History. I'm just saying, That's, speaking out loud here, but that kind of is a good indicator of what might happen in the future. You mean somebody should learn from what has happened? From I'm just spitballing here, yeah, but no. yeah, it's probably a good idea, unless you want to do it over again because it felt talking. so good the first time. Yeah. Pete's yeah. accurate in the idea that, it, that they become an arbiter. And what that means is, is that they set the rules of who gets it, who doesn't get it. Yep. Right. And that can be a very slippery Picking slope. Winners, as well. losers, no. yeah. yeah, and that was the aspect in communism, you know, that, that everything within the state, within the government, was owned by the people, but there was a select group of people that held the responsibility of distribution. They made the decisions. Yeah. yeah. There, 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 there was a dis- and so literally, yeah. they're arbitrators. Mm-hmm. And if you don't abide by this, this is what happens. And this we see this in China with the I idea of, yeah. of, of the right. social credit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and literally, you can't get on a train if you don't have enough social credit. I mean, it, it, it's significant. And social credit is defined as the measured uh, obedience to whatever the hell the government's telling you to do. It's correct. You, you right. could have to wear blue on Tuesdays or whatever the deal is. If that was the worst that happened, that might that not would, be so bad. Yeah, that yeah. would be kind of... That, I go live there. Right. And it's, going, it's, it's down yeah, so bad in China sure. that, that they now are tracking <laughs> people. They're tracking people in what they do religiously. So they have cameras that do face recognition in churches, and if you swear how much time you spend in church, you must prove that you have spent an appropriate amount of time in their what they call their uh, their adjustment camps to make it a better. Their education. It's it's really not education; it's adjustment. Adjustment. Mm -hmm. It's their adjustment camps, and so if I spend pick a number, if I spend ten hours in a church, well, I'm required by law to spend at least three or four hours in one of these camps. It's going to bring a different argument. Get a tune-up. I have talked exactly. to a couple of people in the last two weeks since this kind of story about China started going around who simply say that is a lot of bullshit. There is no way that's really going on. But that's what that, I mean. That's why people won't believe well, it, and that's why it can happen. Look, yeah, people who don't believe in the Holocaust. Yeah. Okay? yeah. I, I, oh, lots of them. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, so, here's the. I'm sorry, John. Why don't you go ahead? Go ahead. No, I was just wondering that you know, with regards to liberty, what happens? I think that was the question. What is it? The, is. What does that go to, and how does that speak to liberty? It speaks to liberty in two ways. Number one is you have the individual who is paying taxes into the system, and their wealth is being confiscated, and <clears> it's being redistributed by the government, who's picking the winners and the losers, not only from a uh, societal standpoint but from an individual standpoint. That's the first place where we lose liberty. Um, to Don's point, it's not it's not their money. It's our money. They're not giving us money. They are allowing us to keep it. And really, the idea that we live in the United States of America and that the government allows us to keep our money is an affront mm -hmm. to anything the Founding Fathers ever penned or wrote or believed or spoke to. So that's the first issue with regards to liberty, and then you have people whose wealth has been confiscated and redistributed by the people in control, uh, picking winners and losers. The second person that loses in this term, in this thing, is with regards to liberty, is the individual who receives it. The person who receives the money is no longer within their liberty to go out and perhaps make the life they would want to because now there are strings attached now you can't do this you can't do that because if you make too much or you do this or do that you yeah you may not be able to get that money right mm -hmm. and so i think we've seen this with regards to welfare recipients generation after generation <coughs> i think we see this with regards to indian reservations mm -hmm. the most successful um american indians uh, that they they the seminoles incredibly successful why because they're entrepreneurs they're not sitting around waiting to get the government dole as opposed to those who choose to get the government dole and they're living basically in plywood shacks and they're alcoholics. I'm not stereotyping. Those are statistical facts, mm -hmm. right? And so whenever a person receives money from the government and you're just sitting around to get it, eventually the human soul deteriorates. Mm -hmm. The human psyche diminishes. A person becomes completely and totally crushed because well, that is not how God mm -hmm. designed us to live. They don't value life. Yeah. They don't. I don't want to go that far. What I want to say there is that they are not living in the way that they were created mm -hmm. to live by their okay. creator. Right? That's not how they're designed. No. We're, we're designed to live and to pursue things in friction. Right? That is to take risk, to try to get reward, to estimate that risk and reward, to retreat from that based on our tolerance. There's a friction in life. And when a person is just sitting in the hammock, sitting on the beanbag chair, getting a check, even though it's not a lot of money, and a person can't really exist on that very well. So I'm, I don't want to give the idea that, you know, with the earned income, minimal income, that's not what they're doing. No. But, but to be Put four of us together in one place. But to be, well, be to be reclined in the beanbag chair just waiting for the check is mm. not how we're designed mm. to mm. live. That's not how we're designed to work. It's also not sustainable. It's not sustainable, and that's the other issue. It just yeah. simply isn't. Well, and I was going to say, they're not strings attached. Can we back away from the idea of design to do a thing? Because this cannot be proven. So can we can kind of contain this discussion within the idea of the construct? Sorry, to use that word again, buddy. That's no, okay. I haven't used the word oligarchy yet, so we'll get it. You just did. Yeah, we're, we're cool. Shazam. I, I rang the bell one day when you were not here. at a different time of day if we keep using yeah. construct and yeah. oligarchy because it's going to turn into a drinking game. Right. And, uh, you well, know, I, you, I don't want to drink can at you 8.45 in the morning. What he so. said into a different, in different words but have it be the same thing. Is it the fact that he's talking about the way we were created from a God perspective that you're asking him to change? Can you state it in a secular way but still says the same thing? Certainly. We can talk about the idea that a human has an aspect of self-determination. Mm -hmm. We can talk about that. Okay. We can say that that is, is an intrinsic aspect about humans. And, and John correctly uses the word liberty in this, right. in this mm -hmm. regard. 
So we can we can describe that to to, to come in and say that we're designed. Uh, almost lends itself into the idea of eugenics, meaning that for some reason uh, we have to be this way and we can't be anything else. And this is a philosophical and a metaphysical argument. Mm-hmm. But to, to try and keep the this, this slate clean, because there's many people that do not believe that right. we are designed. Right, yeah, I understand. And, and yeah. they, and they believe that... And that, I want to appeal to both. I, I want to appeal to both because this is such a horrible idea. It, it will be de- If it was ever done, it would be devastating. Yeah. I don't think there's strings attached. There's chains attached. Hmm. Um, that's how it, I see it. It's, a, it's a great quote by Tocqueville. You can break a string. Yeah. I get exactly what you're saying. It's a saying. great exa- uh, view by Tocqueville, was one of the greatest political scientists of, one of, my his, favorites. of his time. And when he looked at the United States system, he said, you know, there's only one hole in the system. At some point, the government's going to be allowed to bribe the people with their own money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. what is that's really what you're yeah. talking yeah. about. Yeah. You know, but I'm starting to think about how this likens to a socialist kind of view. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're not giving money, but you're giving services. You know, look at look at um, Finland. Uh, you know, where where you, you know uh, I used to have a client. He was a trader, and his wife was a doctor, and they still had a hard time making ends meet because they paid so much back in taxes. Mm-hmm. But they had free health care, right? They had some other free services. Not free health care, wasn't it? It wasn't giving money wasn't back, free. but it was giving something of value back. So you know, you can extend this beyond just a dollar. $12,000 You're correct in your goods and services, but the argument is, is that it's not the same as, as you would have in a free market. And you talk yeah. about medical. This has been studied to the nth degree. It yeah. is obvious that medical being provided by a large body like a government is not efficient. No, just no. Will and it's terrible what, what happens. <laughs> and speaking to what John was also talking about, the fact that you know uh, there becomes a specialty. So <laughs> how do I move up in, in, in the waiting list? Yeah. Well... Yeah, how much how much have I put into it? Yeah, and it's looked that way. They're like, well, how long have you been around? Yeah, how old are you? How much you put into this? How much you got left? Yeah, so I mean, it it, it, it's a huge problem. Yeah, they made fun of uh, Sarah Palin when she talked about death squads, you know, death panels, and but but it's exactly true. But you see, what happens? So, but let's but let's really you know, it's like Star Wars, stay on target, right? And so here it is, it's something something that this is on stun. Exactly. So we we have this idea. Yeah, that that's not a real thing. Okay, Don, you can stop. (laughs) Oh, oh, don't even go Ah. there. Okay, just let's start. We'll, we'll do the Star Trek versus Star Wars, Star Wars okay. another week. Yeah, that's okay. another week. You're going right. to do that. I'm going to start talking about We Fox. also need to do Marvel versus DC <laughs> okay. and a few other things. Well, so. I don't. I, I hate to kick a pastor's backside. Uh, especially a conversation well, then, about well, then Captain stop Marvel. Kicking mine. But anyway. <laughs> so, the, so really the, the issue, I think it comes down to this, if I can maintain my, maintain my train of thought. Is, is that with socialism that a person is at least at some level getting some kind of service. With this, they are not, mm-hmm. and so this is this is what so this is where I would come at it. If a person wants to take those funds to the tune of twelve thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. or whatever the magic number winds up being, and you want to supply job training uh, that the individual once they are hired are then you know over a period of time you know pay back a third of it. So you mm-hmm. have a little bit of skin in the game. You have a little bit of obligation. You have a little bit of meat in the grinder, mm-hmm. right? So you go, okay, we'll get you. Or if you say, hey, you know, you're you know you're a single mom and you want to get job training, you want to get and make your life better. Hey, we'll you know we'll supply some childcare. We'll you know we'll coordinate that and we'll go ahead and make sure that that happens. Um, however that whatever that looks like, that which I'm not proposing. That would be a much better idea than saying, "Here, here's 12 grand." Because what that does is, is that 
it allows the individual then to pursue their individual and personal liberty, and they are not what? A ward of the state, a ward of the government, obligated to the people that say, you will do this, you won't do that, so on and so forth. Even a, even a staunch uh, conservative, as Dan over here, could certainly get his mind around that and would be, and, and then gratefully, he's touched my shoulder twice now. Uh, so he, so I, I think they could very- In love. In, in, in love. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what you, I You feel. can hug it out later in yeah. the parking lot. No, if you no, need we to. will not no, be. We Thank you. The, your, your ratings yeah. will go up. But the, but the issue is this. How is could that, they not? How could they not? The point of it is, though, is that that, that, would, that would bring people to a point of freedom because they could pursue their own liberty. Mm -hmm. As opposed to saying, here is more money, you're just going to be a ward of the state, and yeah. that's it, and destroy the human psyche and all the stuff that goes into it. Because you're not good enough to take it. Because you're not good enough to take it, and you're not smart enough either, and yeah. certainly not good-looking enough, and so therefore we're just going to yeah. you know, take care of that for you. Reminds me of Dumb and Dumber. You are one pathetic loser. No offense. No offense. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the... In, in both sides of this argument, what strikes me is that it depends greatly on this whole construct depends greatly in relying on the fact that people are innately driven. The integrity of the individual. The integrity of the individual is what this relies on. Sure. And we already see within our system that we have created that the integrity of an individual to pursue something greater than that which they are simply freely given is woefully lacking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen. We don't so value it anymore. We don't value it anymore. If it becomes simply an in, we, this this word gets thrown around like crazy. Not on this not on this show, but the word entitlement. Mm -hmm. If something becomes that which you are entitled simply because you woke up and decided to take a breath that day, mm -hmm. there is no value in that. Now, unless. You are the type of person, and again, this relies on individual integrity, the type of person that wakes up and goes, oh, thank you so much, I woke up and got to take that first breath of the morning, even though you're breathing all night long while you're sleeping. I was gonna let's, say, let's not get into thought. biological science. I'm using, you know, again, uh, a metaphorical thank example goodness. here. Thank goodness. So, no, thank God. Thank yeah, goodness. We, we don't, we, we've managed to dispel the fact from long, long ago that we die every time we go to sleep or lay down and then rise. Okay. Um, uh, that's deep. That's, that's a whole other debate as well. Um, <laughs> do you die when you sleep? I'm really glad um, we cleared all this up. Yeah. Pete. Yeah. Because yeah. so, I walked in kind of foggy on that point. <laughs> no. Well, anyway, we, we can get into that later on. I mean, you know, you've got Aristotle, who is the father of great thinking, so to speak, but he is also the one that said, if you have red hair, you are cunning and not to be trusted like the fox, because the fox has red hair. He was on, he was on to something there, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 You know, so... Mm -hmm. You know, he is, he is the father. Uh -huh. He's considered to be the father of modern thought. But, or, or philosophical. Anyway, the whole point is, you know, again, coming back around this freaking bush, um, is that if you go with universal income, I think that you absolutely must accept the fact that there will be a large number of people who simply decide to adjust their lifestyle to that income. To that income. Buy more drugs. And it's it's not a buy more alcohol. They only got twelve grand. It, it's twelve. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's when when money's given out. Have. 
the people use that money for what they were using their other. They use that money based on what they perceive to be its best usage, and we don't know that that's to continue to society. They discovered in the in the doling out of food stamps that these food stamps became a market for them. Oh yeah, because you can't buy alcohol or cigarettes with food stamps, but you could. Oh yeah, you can. You could certainly sell them at the time. You couldn't. Yeah. You could certainly sell them and then use that money to go right. get it. You could sell them off sure. face value, which is sort of you know commerce one hundred and one, right? Not right, and so but the point of the matter is that you know when you give the money out, what's the idea? What's what's the purpose behind it? For them to be able to eat. For them to sustain their, their quality of life? Or what if their quality of life is, is terrible? That's not the intent. It's the intent on the part of the government is to gain more control. Right. I mean, that's pretty simple. To generate. Yeah, I don't believe it. I'm sorry, I'm yeah. cynical, but I don't believe for one minute it's to be, help people. Is there a Some people single. probably are. This but is I don't the perception. I don't, yeah, I'm talking about the perception. Right. It's why this guy's selling it. No, I agree. Sure. We yeah. got a lot of smart people at this table. I want to hear one really solid upside. One upside of, this? of free money. Well, the upside is, is, again, I'll use the food stamp argument. It's definitely helped a lot of people. If they I mean, couldn't eat otherwise. If they couldn't helps them in what way? Well, because they can't get a job because they're raising their kids and there's a single mom or a single dad and they and, and they just can't bounce the bucks. So the government steps in. That's government, welfare. Food That's stamps, not food stamps are an element of welfare. Income thing. that but is you, welfare. That is well. Universal income well, becomes welfare. It's welfare. It's properly welfare. administered welfare is something I think we'll all agree. But it has to do with only people that really need to get it. Right. But you right? just said and, the key and, word: proper administration. Who oh, de- who determines that? Yeah. And, well, that would leave the government out. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely <laughs> if right. If you wanted so, it done uh, well, it would not be the government. You say it only yeah. people who need to get it, and but how many people actually then? Thrive and strive to get to that point where they can get it. Oh yeah, they're they're you know, masters of milking. I mean, system. I need it now, but you know what? Yeah. That's easier than what I'm doing. The, every day. The, there are people much better at milking welfare than I am at doing my thing that I yeah. do for a living. Absolutely. Do, I mean, do so, yeah. so. Back onto the the uh, guaranteed income. Gee, Pete, has this ever been tried before? Soft yeah, softball think. pitch. Did they ever take a swing at it? A few people did. Who were they, Pete? Uh, did not work out too well. For who? Um, for actually, uh, as a matter of fact, oh my lord, John, why do you John, answer your own question. Canada, um, yes, Canada, Finland, and, Canada, and Finland, both, and they both came to the resolution and the and the, the understanding that, hello, um, yeah, guys, we tried that. This did not work. It didn't work out well. Uh, you're gonna grow broke. So back that train up and maybe figure this out another way. Um, if you're going to support a universal income, it has to be based on something deliverable of value that has sustainability. Mm-hmm. One of John's other favorite words, it has to be sustainable. And uh, simply offering dollars without a sustainable resource like Alaska has oil, mm-hmm. eventually that oil will run dry. It's not sustainable forever, but for now, and when it does run dry, that distribution else. will stop. Right. Saudi so Arabia is one of those ones that does this. They give yeah, money they to all their people. Yeah. They give them, they give them a share, a percentage of it. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're now moving away from Kuwait. And they're very yeah. free. 
And they're moving away from it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, Especially the women. Yeah. yeah, they're very free. They're very free. free. Well, and you talk about... You but talk it, about the, the, <laughs> even them, with all their wealth, they had found out that, that this is not economically sustainable. And nope. one of the biggest reasons why was because of the graft and the corruption mm-hmm. that it caused. Oh, yeah. yeah. But what's That's the, a lot of money flowing through the, the people are taking... What is the underlying purpose of giving money away? The other underlying purpose is Votes. is based yeah. on this. Well, well we, we, we can we can talk we about can the cynical. Us, we can make assumptions. Here's what they're saying. You know, is that this money will, on a fundamental level, make everyone equal. It Get gives power. everyone a base playing level. You, it, it doesn't matter the amount. The amount is arbitrary, because you could say any amount. And but if every adult American gets this amount. Oh, guess what? You've got a fundamentally equal base from which to start, and it, which is absurd. Laughable. We know, but that's what's being said. It's how it's being sold. But now, it's we it, it, again. Bear with me a second, guys. It's how it's being sold. Mm-hmm. Now we all know, being cynical, jaded. You know, educated, (laughs) 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 right thinking people, independent thinkers. We know that when you provide sustenance for a group of people, they become dependent and rely on you, Mm -hmm. and therefore are much easier to control. Mm -hmm. So the true. I don't know. Anybody got any kids? But Talk when those kids, when, the, I, when those kids I can't want control something, the damn thing, no matter how much I give it. When those kids are little and they want something before they learn that they can go out and yeah. earn something on yeah, their own so and and provide for them. no, no. But to your point, I mean, yeah. it's a good point. I know it's a it's a joke. It's a funny joke, but. When that kid wants something, aw, is that kid not the most wonderful, sweetest supplicant you have ever met? But you know, or, but you know, or the but kid you, that throws a bloody fit or the, or, in the and then you, store for or, that piece of candy. Exactly, or that. Yeah. So you get one or the other, but they want that entitlement. They mm-hmm. want what that which they feel they Only are. Only for a while but, if they are educated. But where that but, but where the diff, where that analogy falls down is is that Presumably, at some level, there's a, a given, uh, there's a modicum of love for a child. Government does not love no, the it people. Does. It does it is, not. And it's, its aim is to, because this is why the Founding Fathers wrote what they wrote, the way they wrote it, and took from the writings of those that came before the things that they did. Why? Because they realized that there had to be a maintenance of the right relationship between people and their government. And if you didn't have the right mechanisms in place to keep government limited and at bay with regards to the individuals of the liberty living before their creator, if they had one in their own opinion, then they that had the right to do that. And the government shouldn't be involved in that. The government should be at bay and kept limited. Let's get back to this issue. What did you say that everyone would have a, a, a base level to start from? And that, that everyone could go, you know what that is? That's called price fixing. You know what that sounds like to me? The minimum wage. Mm-hmm. The minimum wage should be abolished. Yeah, I said it. Abolished. I'll drink to that. Abolished. You know why? Because what it's doing right now is that the minimum wage is artificially keeping people out of the workforce. Mm -hmm. That They don't, therefore, have the ability to gain skills. They don't have the ability to grow network. They don't have the ability to climb the ladder, wherever that is, so long as they don't engage in the Peter Principle, written by Peter Lawrence, right? Peter J. Lawrence, I believe. Okay. (laughs) So so then you go ahead. and then The most unfortunately named man. Yeah. Well, at least 
least he wasn't a redhead. And so the issue, so the issue, so the issue is really that is 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 that this is all price fixing, and ultimately, who suffers from that? The people that receive the money, and who are the people that don't suffer from it? The people that say you need my, you need the money for free, or I need to fix the prices. Why? Because you're not capable. Because you're not able. You don't have skills. You can't educate your kids without me. You can't feed your family without me. I'm the government. I'm here to help you. What? Yep. No. And you're right. You're absolutely well, during right. During the Industrial Revolution in Britain, the need for a minimum wage was tantamount. What was happening was is that they were, uh, they were because of the events of nature on them, their harvests were bad. They had other uh, periods of bad time. And what was going on was is that only the industrialist capitalists had the, had the resources to produce goods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what happened is there was high levels of unemployment. So literally you had children that were working 10-hour days and women that were working days and on top of all their duties at home uh, because the capitalists were allowed to set the price. Yeah, the government stepped in and said no. But there's but bear but, but, in mind, but the, too, though, that they were actually within a very well-constructed not that it's good or right, and it still does exist. They're in a very well-constructed class system. I mean, the UK... My friend, this is the argument that they're making right now that we are in a well-constructed class system yeah. and that it puts people on the marginalized that can't make money. This is their argument. Yeah. This, is no, why they, we, this is why they're proposing this. And, and they're making it worse every day. And what happens... The same people... They'll lay that shit down are the people writing the rules that make it worse every day. They're the unaffected class. To their advantage. Yeah. Yes. And the sure. left argues that, it, that our system is put together to favor these these advantaged people that had the parents had the money to go to the right schools and do all this. This is their argument. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Right. I'm just saying that this is the argument. Right. And so in the, in, to bring up the idea about the minimum wage, what happened in Britain, it proved that minimum wage is a, a very necessary. Okay, so oh, but the there argument, are, no, no, but there are other the argument comes satisfaction. Into, but there the are, argument comes into play is how much. But there, no, that's where it came the problem. No, no, because because no. once, the, once the camel's got the nose in the tent, you may as well let him in the sleeping bag with you. That's why this because once you can see the promise, because I think there, there there are other. Well, they're going to run out of money before they get to twenty. Because there are other reforms that a person needs to engage in, employ, and put into place before you get into the issue of the minimum wage. And the point of it is this: is that, and Ken, to your point, you're absolutely right. That as you typically are when you agree with. Me. <laughs> is, is, oh, come on, I got this is com- comedic effect, really. I mean, I don't mean that. But the, but the, but the sincere, but the issue is, is that what happens is that you don't have purchasing power. If everyone should make fifteen dollars an hour because the game is rigged, well, why shouldn't everyone make twenty? Why not twenty? That's why the, not fifty? Well, and lies, and, pretty, and that's the problem. The it's not you sustainable. You cannot abolish it. But you you can't regulate it. You can't. Re- you, you can't regulate it because it's not driven by the market. Capitalism the market, has to be regulated. The market, the, well, you're right. It's not driven by the market. No, I agree but, with that. And no, and I think there are other issues, though, that would certainly counter the, the minimum wage, i.e. Um, unions. You don't want to have the market run free. That's the argument that the left is having. They're I understand that. that. I understand that, and yeah. they are wrong in that. They're, I'm not saying, and, and just because a person abolishes the minimum wage doesn't mean that you let the market run free. People still have the right to, to organize, to unionize, mm-hmm. to, to collectively bargain. Those things are still on the table. The way unionization is those things minimum still, wage those jobs, things, adjustment. Minimum wage jobs, are, these, are, these are jobs that, you know, Fast food restaurants and things like that. These are not jobs that were were designed for people in careers. Right. It's not, it's not, they weren't designed okay. to sustain families. Right. That's true. No, they're not designed right. exactly. for that. However, again, to that point, there are people holding minimum wage jobs who, at the capacity they have to work and contribute, 
will always hold those minimum wage jobs. There was a recent story, case in point, of a Down syndrome fellow working for McDonald's. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the state was. Been there like Uh, 30 years? uh, Yeah, 27 years. He just celebrated 27 years, and uh, he makes the Happy Meal boxes. He's thrilled to do it. He's happy to be there. And and I, I know one of the things that caught my eye were so many comments under this article about, you know, what a waste and blah, 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 blah. The, they missed the point. The dude was happy and thrilled to be working. He was really good at putting together the Happy Meal boxes. He, and he said, I'm a really good box boy. Yeah. He was working at his capacity. Right. And so those minimum wage jobs, they do have a purpose. They do exist. But, again, they've not been designed in to be a life-sustaining thing, but there are going to be people who that's their work capacity. Mm-hmm. And I think that the art, in addition to the argument of level playing field, I think also those who our society calls disenfranchised or underprivileged or undersupported, uh, and, and perhaps they could point to that particular fellow uh, case in point uh, and say, well, you know, if we give everybody, because it has to be fair, and everybody has to get a portion of so this. So Bill Gates get twelve so, million. Uh, the way that this was worded from this guy, mm-hmm. yeah, you're an American, well, uh, you're an adult American citizen. That's all the wording that was offered well, in the article. That's well, all I've seen. But well, operating from stuff. that level, that gives him. And everybody else who's working at a minimum wage job, and, and I agree with John on the min- I don't think there should be a minimum wage. I think it's insane. Well, there's no um, fairness to it. But it's not fair. No, twelve it, grand to somebody who lives in New York City is not the same as twelve grand to somebody who lives in Southern Illinois. No, and you know it's what's going to and what's going to wind up happening is is that as those as those wages creep up to fifteen or what have you, we see it in the McDonald's right now. You go to the kiosk, they're reducing their headcounts. Yeah. Yeah. That's just they the way to. they That's they have right. to. They don't have any choice. So what happens is that those people that would normally have those jobs the don't have bread. anything. Right. Yep. And so it's so now that's where the government creates the I'm problem. The government, the I'm government, here to help you. The yeah. government creates the problem. They create the emergency, mm-hmm. and then they come in with the fix that mm-hmm. does what gives them more control, more power over the lives of the individual. But that bang, and only the big and only the big boys. Can 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 make those adjustments and survive. You do, think about all the small business owners that you, you can knock. Guys, out. are you forgetting Carnegie? Are you forgetting the whole company store? We don't live are you in. You're forgetting the system that this guy set up, where he actually controlled what they spent, what their rents were. I mean, well, and this was not a government. This is a single guy and doing it all. I agree. And that is a nail on an elephant's ass compared to the government doing it. <laughs> Absolutely. My point is, but I agree is, in, is that the concept's endemic. I'm saying yeah. it's the same, it, it, it has and all this. What, I, what I get really frustrated about is, is how often people demonize corporations because they do bad things, which a lot of corporations do bad things. What is mind-numbingly stupid to me is that they act like the people that are in government don't have that same capacity to be that evil. Where are you going to find those angels to run your government? Exactly. Well, in that truth, just blows my mind. Truth, it's like, evil don't. company, let me, let's, let's the government In truth, do the it. government yeah. doesn't. Because doesn't we work. are a government for the people, of the people, by the people. Well, that is yeah, right. Yeah. Not blah, blah, blah. That's they the way it's set up. <laughs> I know, but, but there are that evil the people in the government. Just like there that are evil gaming people the system. I agree, but there are also very good people in the government that counter this. And so the problem is. corporation, you don't have that. But I, but I, but I, I would uh, rather deal with an evil corporation than an evil government. 
I'd rather well, that it's resp your... responsive at some level to the marketplace. And the problem with Dan's argument is, is that it's either it's either we have nihilism where we return to the days of uh, Mr. Carnegie, right? We go yeah. back to that, or there. we give everything to the government, let them manage it. That's not that's the that's the far far swings of the pendulum. There's a lot of gray area no, between what that thing could be. Where that you could just be find the extremes. Yeah. I'm talking about them. I'm talking about there's a happy medium in it. You yeah. define the extremes very well, and I agree with those extremes. Okay. But I'm, now, I just let, let me cut you, off, let me cut you guys extreme. off here. <laughs> let me cut you guys off here because we're at 43 minutes, mm -hmm. and I have yet to hear anything other than a laugh from Denise, from Denise and from Dan. It's true. So I would like to hear something if you would like, if you've got anything you want to add. <laughs> you know, to, ladies first. I don't have anything to add. I'm I'm just listening yep. and shaking my head. Okay. In agreement, yeah. mostly? It's okay. Mostly in agreement, yeah. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, agreement uh, on pro-money or agreement <laughs> on the conversation? Both. <laughs> She's pro-money. I'm pro-money. She's yeah. pro-money. Yeah. Most of us who live in a capitalist society, which I mean, we I'm talking about free money. Free money. But, um, She's not pro-free money. Okay. Pro it's 100% it's for government control yeah. and more dependency on the government, and it'll continue on. And then what's next is... And now we're going to control you more and mm -hmm. uh, have a gun registry or take things away from you and you're depending on us more. And it's just another thing going down the line. So it scares the hell out of me that, mm -hmm. that, that there would be something that we become people would want. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And it, it's 100% against what, what John's been speaking about, what the Constitution's written about, our, for, our founding fathers have written about. This is a government control getting in your lifestyle and, and it'll continue on. The other that thing happens. that I'd say is, too, is it's it's – Sorry, the analogy. It's killing the golden goose, man. We're it's yep. it, we, you know, we're, we're well, how often are we? We're the wealthiest com country in the world. We should be able to do this. Well, why are we the wealthiest country in the world? Because we don't do these stupid things, or we haven't done these stupid things that lead us <coughs> down this path. The argument is we're the wealthiest country in the world because of the imbalance of the system that allowed the capitalistic market to take precedence over the needs of the people. Well, that's the argument. And I'm right, not saying I right, agree with it. Well, I'm just trying and, to find right, it. Right. Even if I conceded that. You know, us sitting in this room, because we live in this evil capitalistic society, the very poorest among us would be in the top ten wealthiest people on the planet. Yes. That's what but people don't... Yeah. That's the part that drives me crazy is, even at our worst, yes, if you have a car, you're in the top ten percent in the world in terms of income, in terms of wealth, I should say. I it's should defined, clarify. It's defined, wealth is defined by whether or not you can eat. Satisfy your needs. Well, then we then we win on that one too in this country. Well, so so think so, so so think about it this way. Okay, so then what a person does is they proceed to say, yeah, you're not going to get WIC cards and mm -hmm. welfare anymore. You're going to get MREs. And I think Trump yeah. wanted to do that. We're going to make the dollar go further. We have these yeah. things in inventory. If it's good enough for our men and women in uniform, it's good enough for you. Well, you get M and M's and MREs. Yeah, you get chocolate, you get coffee. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's great at three in the morning when you know you're chewing on that. I mean, that's a good time. Actually, I mean, I, I've had when my brother was in the army, he sent me MREs. Some of them were really pretty. Some of them were okay. Yeah. The beef stroganoff was awesome. The scram <laughs> the was, I mean, I'm not kidding. It's the good. The scrambled eggs are great. You can drink them. Yeah. The point being the, <laughs> the, the, the point the point but the point the point. The point being, yeah, yeah, the yeah. point being, is this: is that, is that if there was, if this was a conversation with regards to guaranteed income, 
And there was a larger conversation with regards to, okay, these are things that we have been trying to do, i.e. the war on poverty, mm-hmm. about which we've spent $18 trillion since 64. And it so hasn't worked very well. So if, if there was a larger conversation <laughs> to say, yeah, we want these programs to go away, but we want to try this in a different fashion, then that's a conversation you can have, to Dan's point. You can manage and you can look sure. at the gray area sure. between the extremes. But it isn't. It's a continued march toward this totalitarianism. The idea that now you have cities and states who are saying, yeah, we want illegal aliens to have driver's license issued by the state. And social security numbers. And social security numbers, so now they can vote. Wait a second, you're not legal. You're not supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. And it's not just social security numbers. Who was it that just proposed? Hillebrand. Yeah, Hillebrand. That they should be receiving social security benefits. Right. The payout. You have... I know. Uh, I know. That makes my butt clench. And I. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the again, problem that you're having is that we're a nation of laws. And, we know, and the government has a responsibility to either fulfill those laws or use the mechanism to overturn them. That's the argument. And so, the, that, so, yes, what, so what it comes back to is that so if, you, so if we wanted to have the conversation and say, look, everyone in the United States should have a minimum guarantee income of, we'll say, $50,000. I'm just picking a number. And you go out and you need to earn a job. You know, go out and get yourself a job. And if you're working, you get 50 grand. Whatever it is you make in your minimum wage job or make a little bit better in a minimum wage job, guess what? We're going to go ahead and take that, deduct that from the 50,000, but you're going to get 50. So you're you're putting in some goods and services. You're contributing labor to the economy. You're paying taxes with your income, so on and so (laughs) forth, right? And but so again, there's there's a there's a construct. It's a commission. Okay. There's a there's a formula that a person could always work out and say, well, does that make sense? Does that not make sense to say, yeah, we're going to give but you John, guaranteed, but you have to be working, and we'll go ahead and because again, we don't want people to starve. We don't want people to be You're going to give me fifty grand, and then the you're going to say, now go out and get a job, and then we're that's going to a, reduce a con- that fifty grand that's a by whatever you make. That's so a they're doing that right now. Why Why take the fifty grand. No, it's well, a condition of employment. It's a condition of the money. So that's a sales job. I managed that's a building a sales job. I managed a public aid building. How a startup uh, salesperson works. We're not we got everybody about. talking at once. No. Okay, universal let's, income thing. I'm sorry, Pete. I'm sorry, Ken. No, let's, I managed a public aid building, and, I, and, I, and when I, in my management of that, I had witnessed the changes that went on within the public aid system. So when, when I was first there, I was really surprised at, at, at the at the quality of the cars that were in the lot coming in and about the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I talked to the, and I talked to the guy that ran it, mm-hmm. and I said, you know, what's up with that? And he goes, well, it, they game system, and the mm-hmm. and the and we have not been able to close these loopholes off because every time we close one off, a new one begins. Yeah. Right. And then we'll have a politician come in, and they're gonna and they're gonna just hijack the whole system and try a new program. And then literally there are dumpsters full of forms that, that, that they had to throw out. And this is on at least a monthly basis. We'd have one dumpster full of forms that was the old ideas. And now we have all these news. And the waste was incredible. Every yeah. time you change Which ideas, is an idea about government. You but get fresh as, votes. as this went forward, Illinois started correcting this thing about who's going to get this public aid. And what do you have to do? And this is exactly what we're talking about being an arbiter. Now, we're assuming that the government's always evil as an arbiter, but in this regard, they're trying to say that, wait, we're trying to, we're trying to fulfill a need that we know is out there, but the tactics that we have been using aren't working, so for whatever reason. The assumption that the government is evil is because, they, is because of 
because they confiscate wealth without the say-so of the populace. It's a, it's a mandatory confiscation, and they say that if you don't pay your taxes, we'll take your private property. And I mean, that's that, that, take away the, use the word confiscation. I'm going to say the word contribution. No. It has two very different connotations. Confiscation. Absolutely. I use the roads. If I'm an owner of a trucking company, I pay more taxes for the highways than what a guy does driving a car. Why? Because my trucks cause more damage to this. And so there should be a compensation difference, should there not? Is that the idea of just cause, just reaction? I.e. property taxes, a fund education when people don't have kids in the system? Bang. Mm-hmm. Well, here's, I mean, to John's point and to your point, too, if you're a homeowner or, or, or perhaps you own buildings, uh, residential buildings, whatever, just just try not paying your property taxes for a few years and see how long you continue to own those. And like somebody oh, yeah. said, if you don't if you don't think it's, everybody knows you exist, just skip a car but payment. These are the <laughs> terms which keeps the damn thing going, and it's don't all agreed mortgage. upon by the people that put the representative government in place. It's not all agreed upon, but it is agreed upon by the people that put we go. put the representative yeah. in place. They do it. We don't like it. They're yeah. out. I agree with that. It, it, it doesn't. Does, so, no, nothing changes. Like, yeah, that's does. the system. Unfortunately, with government, yeah, it's not changed. It, it goes really slow. It's the oppression inherent in the system. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the problem is ultimately. So let's let's. I think taxation is contribution to the society in which you live, and we have a police force, we have fire departments, sure. all that. We every citizen should be contributing to that. That contribution level is metered by how much do you make, right. how much do you have. And that's the way it should be done. Which you just exposed one of the problems. What is it? Half of the country doesn't pay any federal income tax. Well, when you have the top 1% paying 50% of the yeah, income tax in the country and you go down the list, it just doesn't make any sense. So if you want to go ahead and remove all this, you go ahead, you put in a flat tax, 10%, 12%, 9.5%, whatever it is. And... Boom, that's it. You stop that picking your winners and losers. Well, you reduce your you remove you remove your administrative costs. You all it, you remove it, all those what it removes, costs. though is the ability to use the control power, power. power control. So that's oh. why it won't is not happening and don't see it happening. And one of the things that the arguments of, of this universal income thing is that hey, this is going to help reduce the uh, Kid you not, but here it is. One of the one of the argue, or pro- proponents for it is that it will reduce homelessness because more people will be able to afford a place to live. Now, if you believe that, to that point, there is. I have I have an Instagram account, and one of the accounts I really enjoy following is called Cheap Old Houses, and they. No, I enjoy this, though, because it's really cool to see what you can get for the money. Right. Currently, in Keokuk, Iowa, yeah. uh, K-E-O-K-U-K, Iowa, there is a house at 912 Franklin Street in Keokuk, Iowa, that is uh, it's a five-bedroom house uh, that you can have for $19,900. Uh, it's it's a single family home, two story with an attic. Needs a little bit of work, as you might imagine. Any bathrooms Not, in there? There are bathrooms. Uh, functioning you know, even has you want a, cheap a lovely stained glass window, a functioning fireplace. Uh, looks like a few orbs in that picture, so it might be haunted um, if you you know go down that path. But it's even got some pocket doors, very nice woodwork. But you know, again, you want a cheap house? Go buy one for a buck in Detroit. 
Yeah, exactly. You can buy well, so these dollars in Detroit, and where you know, again, there's plenty. Location, of location, location. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but that it's is one of the arguments. But, so, but, but but here's the truth of it. So I'm in I'm in I'm a developer in, in Wisconsin yeah. or in, in Illinois. I built a subdivision in Illinois, and in the middle of that subdivision, the the political powers involved, the city council involved, decided that they're going to raise an impact fee. And what an impact fee is is what a new home a new home coming in has to pay one time pay to to uh, to give its com- contributional share to the infrastructure that's existing. Mm-hmm. In other words, I haven't been there for ten years. I haven't put, put enough money in, so they say, all right, well, this is how much. And they figure it out by how long somebody stays in a house. Mm-hmm. So the end result of this thing was that a, a, a three bedroom house fees jump from six thousand to nineteen thousand dollars. This is in, uh, and it's retroactive. So as soon as they pass that law, immediately now all of them are. So what was the impact that happened in the city of Woodstock by this? They bailed. No. What happened was that all the used housing jumped up in price by seven thousand dollars. Of course. Immediately. Yeah. It's not only the issue. It's not just the issue of the taxation. I mean, it is that, but it's also more so. The, the matter that we have levels of government doing things that they weren't meant to do. Sure. If the state wants to do what the state wants to do, if the local municipality wants to do what it wants to do, if it wants to have an assessment, an impact fee, that's within the guidelines and the purview of those local governments, mm-hmm. whether it be municipal, county, state. Only if they're home rule. Whatever the case may be. The point being is that you have different levels of government doing things that they're not originally intended to do, i.e. the feds doing things that the feds are not meant to do. Mm-hmm. Ladies, lady and gentlemen, if, if, if New Jersey wants to do what it wants to do, if Illinois wants to do what it wants to do, if Texas, Florida want to do what they want to do, and it's within the purview as delineated by the Constitution and made legitimate by their own state constitutions, then I'm in support of it. Then, that's, then that's it. Then that's the deal. Right. But you shouldn't so have the federal... You, sh- you shouldn't have the federal... If, that's what, if that is what the people and the state of New York or the municipality of New York want to do, that's then that is up to them and their liberty, and they're in their liberty to surrender their liberty. That's their business, but this is not a $320 million, uh, the $320 million populist baseball cap where one size fits all. Mm-hmm. It's not. Oh, absolutely. But send the taxes the back to the, send those taxing uh, authorities. Let them do what they're supposed to do, and get the feds out of the things the feds are not supposed to be in. Get the states out of the things their states are not supposed to be in, and let people live their lives and govern themselves. Is the government supposed to sit there and determine what now next gets taxed? Yes, they spend a lot of time doing they that. Spend a lot of time doing it. Yeah, What's and, the next thing? and by law. By our constitutional law that he just started, very accurately stated, uh, they're allowed to do so. The government has the right to tax. That is a constitutional. But, but what we're saying, basis. what you're saying, is the government has the right to tax, and it because that's what the people from that area, let's say New York, that's what they want. How much tax is <laughs> the <laughs> argument? Yeah. But, but you know, there, there's there's no provision in the Constitution for for confiscational wealth. I'm going to push back. I want chapter, article, I want verse on that. It's contribution. It's not confiscation. I don't don't care what you want to call it. We can disagree on terms all day. It's not a a semantic argument. They're two very different things. Well, And I I hate to tell you that as as little as you will yield, you'll find me there as well. So it's a confiscation. (laughs) (laughs) Two sides of the same coin. (laughs) 
two sides of the same coin. Which is what makes our country so great, but mm-hmm. ambition, counter ambition. Yeah, finally, we had a little civil tension. Yeah, we had some yeah. civil yeah, Actually, we're, we're performing one of those functions right now. It's just like we're having a political so, argument right so now. Apparently, this is cool. You pay because you want to, and you pay because you have to. I pay because I have to. Mm-hmm. I That's pay. the two visions. That's confiscation. I justify the charges because they're giving me. Now, if they jack this thing up twice, I'm going to think, oh, I don't justify that. If they're going to raise property taxes in the area, the people that are in the area are going to say, uh uh-uh. You've already considered. You're not going to raise property taxes. And then they do a very interesting thing. They they don't raise the taxes, but then they change the basis. They're going to raise the taxes because they need the money because it's for the children. Guess what? You've already yielded the premise. They have a right to your funds. Guess what? They can do whatever it is. It's not in there. The Constitution allows it. It's not in there. Whether it does or doesn't. The Supreme Court just ruled on this with Obama. In his in his uh, fee, if you didn't pay into the care, you're going to get whacked on your tax return for twelve hundred dollars, wherever it was. What because was they, that went all the way to Supreme Court because they, they called it a tax. They changed yeah. the wording of it. The Supreme Court tax said, penalty. "Whoa, if you call it a tax, um, therefore it's legal. It's constitutionally yeah, sound because the Constitution allows for a government body to impose a tax." And, and, and guess what? And that and that tax <laughs> didn't originate in the House of Representatives. Therefore, it is unconstitutional. Thank you. You're right. All right. Here we go. Guys, what this actually did a wonderful job of is sum up, summing up last week's conversation about perception mm-hmm. versus reality. Uh, so, if your perception what is world that are you living in? That you find value from the taxes you pay, and therefore are making a justified contribution. That's wonderful. If you have, if your perception is such that you have no value from the taxes that you are paying, and and my only then then your perception is that's that's forced. And it's not voluntary. Now, my only follow-up to that is simply try not paying and see what the results of that are. See what you truly own and what you truly don't own uh, based on not paying. Now, at the end of this... Real quick, real quick. Okay, so how many people that they think that it's a contribution, whether you're, you know, Dan or Matt Damon, right? Doesn't matter, whoever. These are just contributions. I confuse those two. Do you, do you, I do. They look pretty. They look they're pretty the same, yeah, yeah, they're both. I'm way taller than that little one. <laughs> <laughs> well played. So, so, so we now I'm have a new taxation option based on height. height. Yeah. That's right. So, <laughs> don't give them the idea. I'm good with that. How many? How many? I'm, sure I'm okay. <laughs> how many of those people that think it's a contribution say, you know, something you want to charge me five grand? You know, that's not enough. Here's seven. Yeah. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. happen. Even you're though also assuming that because you're yeah. short, you'll pay less taxes. Yeah. Yeah. It could be the other way. Because you I would argue under the, the radar. I would argue uh, differently. Yeah. Because if you're very tall, the taller you are, the more oxygen you have to spare for the people <laughs> below <laughs> you. Okay, so you <laughs> because you have to take shorter breaths and do less. So you, <laughs> so you want to make so people more get, healthy, tax them by their weight. There you go. Well, I'm, I'm working on losing some of that. You're trying to cut your taxes there, aren't you? He saves it coming. All right. You know that brings the economy of scale to a whole different perspective. And on that note, we're going to wrap up. That was perfect. Dan, thank you very much. You guys can golf clap this out. Thank you for a wonderful episode 63.